This is your mind, this is your life, this is your time, this is your life, this is your mind, this is your world. Yeah, how long has it been since you got to think for yourself, think, think for yourself? And how long has it been since you've had some time to yourself, unwind with yourself? You can do anything, so don't you hide from yourself, be kind to yourself, intelligent, amazing. Welcome to the Replenish Me show on YouTube and radio. Today, I am honored to have one of my fellow Perryton Kers with me. But before I introduce you to her, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the whole purpose of the show. So the Replenish Me radio show and YouTube channel is about finding strategies for women to get from the chaos of wanting to be healthy to the calm of actually doing it. And I like to interview people who are amazing and successful like Angela, who have actually gone through that journey so you see how possible it is. So without further ado, I wanna introduce you to the geeky girl, Angela Mandur. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here. And thank you for having me, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I think so. I'm really curious. So you um, are a widely successful business owner and a mom, and you've got like older kids, right? Yeah, uh, my girls are 18 and 22. Um, and then we also have a visiting student here from Chile, and she's here. She's 17. So I have a third child for a little while. <laughs> so how do you, well, first of all, tell me how you decided to start on your self-care journey and then the second question would be how are you maintaining it okay so it started out mostly from the idea of wanting to feel better I had no desire to lose weight exercise I had no this was not in the plan my plan was to feel better I had headaches all the time lots of sinus congestion my digestion wasn't great um, I felt sluggish and crappy and I was looking for something to make me feel better and I didn't know what it was um, so that's where that discovery journey began um, and so through the process I, I did a bunch of things um, one of the funniest stories about the start was uh, the lady who I went to see for some assistance she says okay so you know what are the things you need help with and I discussed it and I said but don't touch my food whatever you do don't touch my food. I want you to not to tell me what to eat, when to eat, like leave it alone. And it, she told me later, she goes, in the back of my mind, I thought, how am I going to help this woman? Like, I don't know how I'm going to help her. And so it's funny because I, I did, I did agree, right? I said, she says, how about we just try a two week sugar cleanse? We'll just, we'll just try it and see how it goes. And she gave me this laundry list. And uh, I said, okay, fine. Two weeks I'll do. And I was very, her. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very angry time. <laughs> so I did. I tried the two weeks, long story short. But how do I maintain it today? I maintain it because I am mindful of how the food, what enters my mouth, how it makes me feel. Um, and when I make a decision to eat something, the other day I chose to go, my husband and I went on a date. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'll have, and rather than be my regular self and being, you know, oh, I'll order this, but not that and this and next. And that. I thought, I'll just, I'll just order a regular something, right? 
So I ordered um, a, oh, what did I have? I had a, 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 a gluten-free chocolate tort, uh, but it was full of milk and sugar, which are two of my triggers. Um, and then I also ordered um, a, a, um, a London fog tea, which of course is yeah. tea with lots of milk and sugar, right? Um, and I thought, oh, it's just one night, whatever, right? And as I was sitting across from my husband within about half an hour, I'm not even kidding, I looked over at my husband and I said, like from my calves down, I'm in so much pain. Like it was literally physical pain that I was feeling. And he's like, that can't be right. Like that can't be affecting you that early. I'm like, it is. And I went to bed that night and my legs were so sore. I could almost not fall asleep. Wow. So for me, it's about being mindful and being aware. Okay. That happened to me. So therefore I can associate that. I apologize for the dogs. That's okay. <laughs> it happens. We know. So, um, wow, that's amazing. And that's really key that you're mindful and you're aware of the effects that certain foods have on you. Um, and I like that. I love, in fact, that your journey began with just wanting to feel better, right? Because a lot of times um, when we make it too complex, like I need to lose you know, fill in the blank number of pounds. It's like so stressful. You know, it's like you you have to measure what the outcome's going to be. But in this case, you just want to feel good, and that that made it so much easier. So even though you were feisty with your <laughs> yes <laughs> with your coach, at least you know you were open to giving it a whirl. So I want to know more about that. So what happened after the two weeks? Uh, after the two weeks, I assumed it was over, right? I thought, okay, I'm done now, right? I can go back to life, right? Um, my husband and I were actually with the family. We were planning on going to a festival that weekend, and I'm thinking, okay, so I've done my two weeks. I'm over, so I can go back and eat the way I want to. And it was my coach that said to me, okay, fine, because like I was emotional. I was a very, of course, if anybody's gone through a sugar cleanse, it is ridiculous. You literally, people... I will tell you, having gone through it, you are addicted to sugar. And there is um, a coming down process from coming from sugar. I was a total nightmare of emotional mass. <laughs> so when I went to her right before, I thought for sure she'd say, okay, you can go back to life. <laughs> so I was really upset. And um, then she says, okay, well, I'll tell you what then. Take the day, go to your festival and eat what you want, eat what you would normally eat. But all I ask is that you are mindful. All I ask is that you think about the choices and how do you feel as you're making the choices. And it was interesting because we stopped at a, a donut shop on the way down, um, you know, so like, you know, and so I got my regular tea and um, a donut. And I remember thinking, hmm, that doesn't sit really well as we're driving because we had to drive an hour to the festival. I'm like, oh, it doesn't really feel very good, but she told me to be mindful. So I'm thinking, right. And I got to the, um, to the festival and I could smell the most amazing kettle corn popcorn. Like I just, I remember walking in and going, I smell so heavenly. And then I walked up to the stand where they were selling it. And literally the minute I locked eyes on the popcorn, I went, Oh, that's not going to feel good. Like I just sort of knew wow. internally and I went, Oh, that sucks. <laughs> you know? And so then I had made some other choices throughout the day. Um, like it's 
when I eat my burger, I didn't eat it with the bun. I eat just the burger, you know, that kind of thing. Because I took a bite of the burger and I went, yeah, like it just, the bun was just, to me, wasn't palatable anymore. Like it just, it turned into like, I don't know, goo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so being mindful is where that began. And I can really be grateful that she said that to me because that's how I've continued. That's amazing. Wow. What a challenge too. like a festival. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I could do that coming, coming off a sugar cleanse. You're like, all right, what can I get into? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then she's like, no sweat. Be mindful. You're like, "Mm." (laughs) Hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was, it was interesting and a challenge at the same time. Um, but I'm very grateful for the, the, the choice, right? And, not, and for not having her put that pressure on me, like, I told you you need to continue, and, right? Because then I would have just been more like, about it. Um, but for, and then for her to say, do it, but think about how it makes you feel. And then I'm grateful that I was able to, to see it. And I was able to feel it and really be able to connect it. And I've had several situations like that. I went to a dinner uh, where it was a sit down dinner and they were, of course they bring you your meals. And I had tried to get some help ahead of time from the servers. Um, but you know, they weren't, they weren't super helpful. Um, and I was happened to be, it was funny cause I was at a table with a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of dietary issues, which was interesting. I think they just kind of all looked at the table and thought, Oh my God, where did this table come from? <laughs> um, but so anyway, they brought me one of the things that, uh, one of the other things that, that, um, affect me are the nightshade vegetables. Uh, and so she brought the, the person had brought me a tomato soup and I kind of went, okay, well, all right. Cause you know, I sort of had to pick my battles. Right? right. And I thought, well, how hard could it be? Right. Whatever. And, uh, I had a few sips of the tomato soup and I thought this tastes really good. You know, it's, it's yummy. And, but again, it was, it's like a half an hour later. It always seems to be for me, it's that half hour. Right. And I got the most horrific headache. Oh my God. And I'm just like, that soup was so not worth that. Yeah. <laughs> you finished yeah. the whole thing. No, I only had a few because I it, it just sort of I had a few sips of it and I kind of thought, okay, well that's enough because I knew I needed to I needed to make sure I ate something because I couldn't go through the whole evening without eating, you know, food. Otherwise, then you have other issues. You know, yeah. you know. Um, so I thought I'll just have some until the main meal arrives, kind of thing, because I was hungry, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So your inflammation comes pretty quick, right? It totally does. Yeah. Yeah. With what, within about a half an hour, I guess. So that tends to be, um, it gets lit up pretty quick. That's really amazing. <laughs> you have your dogs and I have my kids. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, even though we do have several bathrooms in this house, only mine, you know, is the best one to use. So of course. <laughs> <laughs> So then tell me, um, how did you progress from there and how long did you end up working with her? So what, I mean, was it like months and months and months or? Uh, well, I suppose the, you know, I started working with her, um, mid to late August of the year last of 2016. Um, and we worked together for a few months anyway. Um, maybe several kind of thing. I don't try to think of how long it lasted for. Um, and, 
um, I think that the think the thing that really helped me, even from the very beginning, <clears throat> from the moment she said, okay, you're going to try a sugar cleanse. The number one thing that helped me the most was that I didn't go home and go, oh, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. I can't eat that. I flipped the script on myself. So instead I got out a piece of paper and I started writing all the things I could eat. Right. I like so something would pop into my head and if I couldn't eat it, I wouldn't write it anywhere. Right. But if I went, Oh, I can eat broccoli. Oh, well I can eat this and I can eat that. And having her to bounce ideas off of, right. Cause the first week I was eating, like there was no pasta in it. There was no rice in it. There was, it was literally, essentially it was just meat and veggies. Um, and so I went to her and I'm like, okay, like this is all fine and good. And I, I love my meat. Don't get me wrong. Um, but like no potatoes, no rice, no, pastas like what do I do and she went oh well you can have brown rice I'm like okay brown rice well is that the same as this she's like no so she explained what because I didn't understand so she explained the difference and and what brown rice was and then she says you can try brown rice pasta and I'm like yeah no not doing that Uh uh-uh thanks but I'll try brown rice and then so I went away that week and, and I ate my brown rice and I'm like saw I thought okay fine I will try this brown rice stuff pasta thing she said because I had tried the other pasta like the whole wheat stuff and I really hated it I didn't like it um so I thought I'll try it well and you know we eat brown rice pasta now (laughs) (laughs) so yeah see yeah not so bad no no but it's just it's about making changes and learning different ways to you know create dishes in a different way that um I was a huge uh eater of all kinds of sauces and most of my sauces were either cream or tomato based yeah what do you do? <laughs> you cannot starve. Cannot starve. <laughs> True. Yes. I like that. So your mindset going into the whole thing was what I can do. I can do. Yes. That's great. I love that. And I think that's the only reason why it actually worked as well as it did because I just kept adding to the list. Oh, like I can eat nuts. Oh, I can eat this. I can eat, I can eat, I can eat. Right. Um, and so that for me helped because when I was hungry or when I was craving something to just eat and I'm a grazer, like literally if I lived on my own, I would just eat all day. (laughs) Like my ideal lunch, my kid, I have a, one of my children is, is, is a meal eater. right? Right. But, and so she looked at me the other day and she's like, mom, what are you having for lunch? She went, well, I've got a few pieces of meat and I've got some olives and I've got some of this and I've got some of that. And she goes, that's not lunch. I'm like, it's lunch for me. Right. <laughs> so for me, I needed to be able to look at a list and go, okay, I'm hungry. Okay. I can go have a quarter cup of grapes or I can go have, you know, whatever. Um, and I could pick something off the list to go and grab uh, in between because I do like to eat sort of graze throughout the day. Yeah. That's neat. So did she, but you figured that out on your own. She didn't have you in the, like you had to eat meals. She had it where you could kind of graze, keep with your own eating habits. Yeah, she. it was just about what I ate. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily when I ate it. So it was just make the change to don't eat, you know, these are the things to avoid and then eat when you want to eat. But from this list, not that. <laughs> So then like once you made these changes, how soon after did you start feeling better? Like, did you get the result that you wanted? Was it like immediate or? Well, gosh, no. I mean, the first two weeks, the, I mean, coming off sugar all by itself was an absolute nightmare. I felt worse than I ever did. I mean, let's just be honest. Right. Um, 
but moving into week three and week four, um, that's when the payoff comes. Uh, that's when I started to make the change going the other way. And that's when weight started to come off too. And I was surprised and I don't, I don't pay attention to these things. I don't, um, I don't, I'm not a fan of scales or measuring tapes or any of those sorts of things. Um, and you'll laugh because my husband is huge into scales and measuring tapes and working out and eating properly. And he is like, we are polar opposites when it comes to these things. And then, so he says to me, he's like, you need, you need to go, you need to weigh yourself and see what, and I'm like, I'm not weighing myself. It's like, well, then you need to measure yourself so you can see your difference and you can see your results. I'm like, I don't need any of those things. That's not what I'm into, you know, all that kind of thing. And I would have people say to me, um, I think you better get some new clothes. <laughs> those aren't fitting very well anymore, you know, because like, I was just like, well, whatever, they, I can put them on and they fit and they f- don't feel uncomfortable, so fine. <laughs> that's that's really great. I love that you didn't want to measure by the numbers. And opposites attract, so I'm not surprised that your husband is all about the numbers. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. But in my business, it's very number based. It's very right. Like I, I'm very much in regards to here's my goals. Here's my expectations. Here's the actions I'm taking. So it's completely different the way I treat my, my person as I do my business. So it's, it's kind of interesting. That's a good point though, because like when I work with women, I, I like to work with women that are very successful in their business and they will measure and benchmark and, you know, look at the data for their business but they're not going to pay attention to any of that in their personal life. So this is a very normal thing, very normal and natural. So your husband's big into working out. So did he drag you working out with him or what happened there? <laughs> he likes to try. He likes to try. Oh my gosh. He's, and he's been trying for years. And had you asked me a year and a half ago, I would have said, I'm allergic to exercise. <laughs> That was my standard response. Somebody say, why don't you exercise? I'm allergic. Um, I actually, it's, it, I, in my history, anytime I ever tried to work out, I literally would gain weight. I'm not even kidding. And, and I, I know why now because of all, the, like, because the research I've done and that kind of thing, um, I would like physically gain pounds or whatever uh, while I'm working out. Um, for me, it was about finding the right fit. Um, and it's funny, my husband still tries to get me off of what I love. He wants me to do what he loves, right? He he likes the bouncing around, like the P90X and the like, you know, I don't know, T25s, like bouncing around and being crazy. And uh, I'm so not about that life. Um, so for me, what I found was um, I love yoga. And I also love a program called Pio. So it's, oh, yeah. it's uh, Pilates and yoga mixed together. And for me, it's the purposeful movement and um, the flexibility and the strength building that I love. And I also love to lift weights. I just don't have the, I don't put the time into that one. Um, with Pio, it's easy. I just put a video on and <laughs> it's, it's a lazy thing. But you know what? I have built muscle and, and I've, I also have um, what's called hyperflexible joints. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, the bouncing around is actually bad for my joints. Um, it really causes a lot of problems specifically in my hip flexors. Um, but the PIO creates the stability and the, uh, the, um, the, the muscle mass to support the joints in a better way. Um, and so that works for me. And I think that, you know, lots of people before used to say, oh my God, you just need to find the right program. And I'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> 
um, and they'd say, Oh, once you get, once you get to a certain point, you're going to like crave working out. And I'm like, I'm allergic. <laughs> like this, <laughs> I want an EpiPen every time you come near me. Yeah. No, but now I haven't been as regular. Like I was very regular working out up until the summer. Okay. And then the summer happened in my life. Um, and I had a very crazy summer. Um, and I really did go, Oh my God, like I'm missing this working out thing. This is so weird. Um, and so, you know, now moving now that the falls here, moving back into a routine again, but I was surprised that they were right. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? They knew better. <laughs> <laughs> Just whole, you know, got to change my eating habits. And oh my God, I'm going to like working out. What is this life? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's true too, because like, I'm so much like you. When I first started on my path, I wanted to feel better, right? And the exercise that I was like, I've, I was never a gym junkie or any of that. And people were like, oh, you need to do aerobics. I'm like, Arohu? And, you know, I would like walk for miles and that was my version of exercise, you know? And then I found Pilates and I fell in love. I was like, oh my God, who was hiding this from me? And like when I didn't have my workouts, my body would actually ache for it, you know? So I, I know that story. And I, it was so weird for me. Even now, like if I... Um, like I, for a while there, after I got into my forties, I got really into weights because I noticed I felt better doing weights, but still my body craved Pilates, you know? So it's, yeah, your body will tell you what it needs. So that's kind of neat. I think you're, are you the third or fourth woman that I've interviewed? And everyone says it started with mindset. Mm. And everyone says it started with um, a feeling and that was their, that's what they were measuring. They weren't measuring, you know, so much. They want to be a certain size, a certain weight or any of that. Um, and some of them haven't even really gotten to the point of exercising yet. But the food thing is huge, you know, yeah. just getting into the groove of eating differently. So are you cooking now or did you, were you cooking before or how's that? Yeah. Always cooked before anyway. Okay. Um, you know, we, because I have my two children, one is like mom and one's like dad, right? Um, <laughs> like the dad and the other daughter, they need regulated meals and they need specifics, you know, like they have to have a full meal and my other daughter and I were grazers. So we just could care less. Right. Um, so I've always had to have meals. Um, but what has, what has really gotten, um, sort of fine tuned, um, is that the meals are different. I like to, um, I like to experiment, but I also like to make sure that everybody knows what's happening ahead of time. Um, my, my young daughter who needs to have her meals in, right. Um, she's very picky about what she eats. She's a ridiculously picky and I'm grateful now that they're both adults, um, yeah. because I literally write the menu out. Here's what we're having this week. If you don't like it, you can go buy yourself something else. <laughs> you can go cook something else. I'm not fighting anymore. I have fought for 18 years. I'm over that. So, um, and she's very health minded, which is also nice. She likes to be healthy as well. She, again, like her father from that perspective, she's a hockey player. So, um, oh, wow. you know, she likes to make sure she has the right nutrition value and blah, 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 um, which is helpful. Um, 
but she's picky. <laughs> so for us, having meal plan is important. Um, sometimes we will meal plan to the point where we will create our lunches. Um, mm -hmm. And some my my young my oldest daughter who who works, um, her friends are at work will go like, oh my god, your lunches are gorgeous. Like they look better than my suppers <laughs> because we make a full balanced lunch, right? Like right. we do the whole like let's say it's chicken and rice and a vegetable or something like that as a lunch. And other people are like, I don't eat this good ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So tell, tell us about your company. What do you do and how, how has that changed now that you've changed the way you care for yourself? Wow. As you mentioned, um, you know, I, I'm also known as the geeky girl and I've always been a geek. So for me, working with computers and technology, that's been um, what I love to do most. And so I help businesses with their online and social media presence. I spend time online sitting in front of my desk a lot. So I spent a lot of time, um, you know, working on computers and technology. And so therefore, um, it's, it, was, it was a sedentary lifestyle, right? Um, there's not a lot of movement in my job. I'm not walking around and that kind of thing. Um, but what's changed, I think, um, is that I have more energy. And so I'm able to um, be focused longer. Now, one of the other pieces that um, I, didn't, I haven't mentioned up till now is that I was diagnosed with ADD when I was an adult. So I dealt with it a lot as, as a child, but I didn't know, right? And uh, people would just tell me I was lazy and I was just a bad student and that kind of thing. Um, but what I've noticed is that by paying attention to my diet, uh, being, more ex being more careful about my exercise and ultimately helping to work on the digestion problems that I have um, and being mindful, I, you know, working on like B12 and that kind of thing, uh, that my ADD has gotten better. And so I used to take ADD medicine and now I can go without it. So that's a huge deal. I didn't like having it, but I liked its results. Um, and so I still have problems. Um, you know, there's still good days and bad days. Um, but overall, making the dietary changes, making the changes in, you know, my habits, then I have been able to be much more successful in my life outside and inside my business. So you're overall more productive and you've gotten yourself off medication. So that's great. So yeah. I'm, um, I recently joined your community and I, I like what you do in there. What I find interesting is your daily themes are different. Like most of the groups, the things are always the same motivational Monday, whatever, you know, like that. So tell me how did you come up with those different theme days? Well, inside, um, you know, they're still the same, but I write them differently each time. And sometimes I change the picture because that's what I find is that a lot of people are creating a theme and they just put the same thing every day, the same words. Um, and I wanted it to be more personal. I wanted there to be a connection. And I really want people to have an overall communication with each other. And so telling my story is what I want to do. Each of the days... Um, is actually a piece of the puzzle to making your social media work better. Uh -huh. So the longer you stay, the more that you absorb. Um, for example, uh, Truly You Tuesday, which is today in, in my group. It happens to be a Tuesday, the day you and I are talking. Um, it's all about being who you are. 
and being able to show up online as who you are. And I want people to share, you know, things that they've created, whether it's a blog post or a video or a, you know, whatever it is that they've created, I want them to share inside the group. A, that gets us all to get to know each other a little bit better, which is nice. We all get to see what each other has to offer. But it also gives people the opportunity to say, hey, um, Ange, here's my blog post. Can you go check it out? What do you think? Um, and then it gives me the opportunity to bounce ideas off them. Maybe when it posts, it doesn't post with a pretty picture. Well, of course, being the person I am, the first thing I'm going to say is, did you know that you know when you create your blog post, you can do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And I can give them tips and helpful ideas. So each of the days actually has a piece to the puzzle to being a better social media manager <laughs> for your own brand. I like that. Well, that is one of my challenges. When I post my blog post, the picture is not what I want it to be. So I will post mine so you can give me some feedback. <laughs> I will totally do that. You bet. <laughs> and what's the name of your group? I'm going to put it below the recording also, but just mention it. So if anyone wants to join your Facebook group. Um, yeah, sure. Um, it's entrepreneurs and business owners who rock social media, but you can find it really easy by going to geekygirl.ca slash power. Okay. Great. So we'll, we'll just put that, um, that link underneath your website. So yeah, you bet. Great. So when did you start live streaming and how did that come apart of your business? Oh gosh, I joined Katya. Like I literally, I looked it up yesterday just cause, um, you know, it was, it was an interesting thing on her live stream. 11 days after she opened her community, I was part of her community. So I, <laughs> I had jumped in right away being a social media manager means knowing or paying attention to all of the new and interesting things happening in the world. For me, uh, live streaming makes sense specifically because I am a public speaker as well. But for me, I've always delivered my content vis verbally. Mm. Even in high school, I would say to my teacher, can I please give a book report live rather than writing it out? And the teachers loved it because everybody was so afraid of talking in front of the class. And I was like, please, for the love of everything, can I please just talk in front of the class instead of write you something? Um, so for me, this is way better for me. If you had asked me to write you an article, I would be stressed about it and it would be painful, but I can easily do this. And so live streaming for me makes sense. I love the idea that live streaming allows you to really get to know people. You can hear somebody's voice. You can hear the inflection. You can see what they write and think about what it is that they have written. But to actually see somebody in action, to actually connect with somebody through the visuals and the audios, for me, it really brings somebody to an awareness that's something different. And I love connecting with people uh, in that way. And you're really good at it. I love being on share with you and your perspective on things is like just so out of the box. So, well, yeah. thanks. I appreciate it. I love being on them with you too. So it's pretty cool. It's fun. I know. And that's the thing about Perry 10K. Like a lot of us, it's like we're a tribe and we were missing each other all over the world. <laughs> it's amazing, right? Like you think about all the different people that we connect with on a weekly basis, like even just connecting inside our, you know, just the group of people and all the different people from all over the world. Um, and we really, we really bring a lot of love and a lot of positive, amazing energy to the planet. And I'm so about that. Yes, you so are. And you like radiate that. So you also have a podcast, right? Do you have a podcast? No, I do have a podcast. It's sort of not really going. Um, 
because what it was was I was talking to parents and teachers and caregivers about technology for their kids. And um, it just, the uptake just isn't there right now. So it's really interesting to watch. And this is something that happens in everybody's business, right? You have to be able to look at what's happening in your business and answer back to what your audience is telling you. Um, People are loving the podcast, but I'm having a really hard time getting the people on the podcast as people to interview. So that's where this push pull happens and you really have to look at, okay, so what does that mean? What does that look like? Um, and currently what that means is that it's just not happening right now. Um, but I have some amazing episodes that I still push out through social media because the, the information is still valuable. Uh, the old, like the old, podcasts that I have out there are still relevant. They're still amazing. I interviewed some amazing people. I interviewed you. Um, and you know, so the information is still relevant. And so, yes, I still publish the older, the older content, which is something that's really important. People need to do just because you wrote a blog post doesn't mean to say that blog post only needs to get shared once that's valuable content. You got to reshare. I just, I just realized that too, because like some weeks, and, and this is to your point about there really being seasons, right? With different things that you're doing in your business. Um, recently, I haven't really been into writing my articles. It's not a full on writer's block, but it's just like, I'm just not feeling the writing right now, you know? And, and quite frankly, you know, a lot of times people were not reading the articles anyway. So I was like, okay, what can I do different here? And, but sometimes people are like, oh, didn't you write an article about, right? So it's not that they didn't read it, it's they didn't have time. And yeah. now they want to read it. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to recycle <laughs> and yes. start pushing out those things I did earlier in the year because I just don't feel like writing anymore. <laughs> so. Yes, totally. Yeah. It's about, all about being mindful about what's happening. I, you know, the, the most successful people in the world are people who are able to look at what's happening and adjust, not quit. Yes, I like that. So what, um, do you have any upcoming events or things going on in your business? Oh, upcoming, in November, I'm gonna be doing an amazing five-day challenge for planning your 2018, so that's gonna be fun. And that's all of my energy that in the background is going towards that, um, creating that and and, uh, putting together an amazing five-day challenge on that level. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, that, I would say that's my biggest thing that I'm creating right now. Okay. Yeah. And of course, October is my favorite month. So, you know, and I'm surprised I don't, I was, I was going to bring something into the office, but I don't have it. That's all right. But October is my favorite month because it's Halloween and Halloween is my holiday. As much (laughs) as other people have Christmas, I have Halloween and as a business um, and as a household, we also do um, all of our philanthropy work in October. So we have a huge yard display that we put together, which is all goblins and ghosts. And we have a huge um, cemetery scene and we have a blast scaring people. It's it's so much fun. And so through the month of October, we select, we um, ask people to bring us non-perishable food items as well as cash donations. And then we give all of that to a local charity here in town. And for us, it brings everything together. It brings our love of the time of year together with the ability to help other people here in our town. So uh, those, that's what we do in October and everything else just sort of rides 
the wave of the philanthropy through October. Yes. <laughs> I love that because, you know, people are struggling all year long and, it, you know, they shouldn't have to wait for Easter or Thanksgiving. I guess Thanksgiving is October for Canadians anyway, right? Well, our October, our, our October, our Thanksgiving is happening this weekend. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then, uh, but there isn't a huge push for like our food banks don't ask for food in, for Thanksgiving. Wow. Uh, our food banks really push out for Christmas and that's like our, their big push is, is Christmas. And then there is sort of small little things throughout the year where they're like, oh, we need more food. Um, but their big thing is the Christmas hampers and Christmas. Even Easter's not that big of a push here for, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but still people shouldn't have to wait. So that's really great that you... You pick an off month, right? An off month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to really give. That's that's amazing. And what was the other thing? You said something. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> so exactly what are the dates of your challenge? Because I think for the audio portion, this may be rolled out in November. Okay, but well, you're going to have to excuse my, my turning around because see this calendar, that's, that's the rules right behind me. <laughs> uh, the challenge starts on... The 6th. Okay. The 6th of November will be when the challenge rolls. So yeah, isn't that funny? Like that's, that's my law right there on how I run my business. <laughs> yes, that is the law. That is the law in my business. And I have beautiful sticky notes that I can move to make the law work. And see, I just thought it was some beautiful pattern back there. I was like, is that like a chessboard or no, it can't be a chessboard. I was trying to work that out. So you have color coded. That's my I yearly calendar. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Can't wait for your challenge because I need more of that. I'm like checking that as best I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Um, is there anything else you want to share with us from your story of journey to self-care? Um, I, th I think you said it right. It started with a mindset change. Uh, it started with the wanting the desire for something, whatever that was. And it was bigger than for me, it was bigger than the scale. And it was bigger than what size pants I wear. Um, and the starting out with the concept of what I can do rather than what I can't. And then giving myself grace throughout the process, um, being mindful of how things made me feel throughout the process. And yeah, I didn't start working out right away. I think it was probably 10 months into my journey or maybe eight. I don't know, but it, it was a while into my journey before I thought, well, maybe I'll try something, you know? Um, and it took, it took, um, it took some challenge to, to get started. Um, but I did enlist a friend. So, you know, her and I could do it together. So sometimes it helps to have a partner to, you know, who's willing to kind of help you through that journey. And a coach obviously would be great for something like that. Um, but yeah, it took time and it's a process. It's still a process. There's still things that I tweak. And when I, when I landslide or when I slip backwards, like I did the other night with my husband, I don't beat myself up for it. I just go, okay, that was a choice. Do I want to continue making those choices or do I make different ones? That's all. It's not about beating myself up and it's not about saying I failed um, you know, that whole conversation of, you know, you just need to get up more times than you fall. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much <clears throat> for sharing that. And yes, mindfulness and forgiveness with self. 
Yes. Because we're quick to forgive everybody else. Or we're yeah. quick, you know, if our girlfriend says something, we go, no, 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 no. Don't treat yourself that way. Don't treat my friend that way. Right? So we need to do that to ourselves where we say, come on, let's be nice to ourselves now. Yes. Yes. yes absolutely. Totally. So thank you for your time today. Thank you for sharing with my viewers and listeners. And um, congratulations. I hope you more success on your continued journey. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Cordelia. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Break free.